And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the Iowa Talk Guys podcast. I'm your host, TP. And I'm your host, Theo. And today we are bringing you guys a special. We're doing another uh, another collab, hanging out with Rob from Drink O'Clock Podcast. It was a pretty good time. Yeah, it was a great discussion with Rob. Yeah, really cool dude. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Used to be in the Twitch world. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, funny yeah. as heck. He's from Philly, so Philly area. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's good shit. Not Kensington. He's not one of the ones running in and stealing shit in yeah. the stores at Philly. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or nodding off in the streets. <laughs> yeah. No, he's as not we doing establish. That. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. We had a good time. Hopefully, we uh, do another one with him in the future. I think it'd be a fun. So enjoy the show. Sexy time. All right, boys. So I know I know we've uh, been going back and forth for like a month and a half. Uh, so it's it's good to actually uh, get you guys on. But so I have Theo and TP with me, uh, the Iowa Talk Guys podcast. They're in East Babumba Fuck, fucking Iowa. Welcome to the show, brothers. Thank you very much. We're happy to be here. Yeah, don't come to East Babumba Fuck, please, <laughs> unless you're cool. <laughs> yeah, but you can't stay. You wouldn't want to anyway. It's too cold up here for a lot of people. <laughs> Thanks for having yeah, us. I, I don't. I mean, I deal with it enough. I deal with it enough in Philly. It's like fucking 25 degrees today. So Oh, yeah, nice. And it was 80 last week, so it makes no fucking right. sense. Well, yeah, 25, 80, and uh, between that and heroin addicts nodding off everywhere, you know. Gosh, it's got to be tough. Yeah, it is, <laughs> it, is not, uh, it is not particularly good on, uh, on people in general. I'm just messing uh, with you, buddy. Fucking Kensington, man. That place is a shit show, bro. It's such a shit show. Yeah, it looks like zombie apocalypse. Uh, dude, it's terrible. They love Trank, man. That's their thing, dude. I mean, it, it just melts their fucking you know, skin off their bodies. but And their brains uh, inside know, they, their skulls. They fucking love it. It's really sad, though, when those drugs, they take the, uh, you know, the addiction, uh, or they take they take away the person. You know what I mean? The the addiction and the drug takes over, and it's, they're completely different people. Pretty sad to see. Yeah, look, my my uh, my brother's a recovering heroin addict, so uh, you know, I, I've I've uh, I've been I've been my family has been through there. He's died like six or seven times. Jeez, Jeez. Uh, Narcan is probably. Yeah, Narcan should probably be his his best man at his wedding if that ever happens. So, um, well, God bless him. Oh yeah, I, thank I God for death, that, man. But he's sober over two years, so you know he met a girl and good for him. Yeah, good that's him. awesome. Yeah. Straightened him out a bit. Yeah, praise God for that. Right, that's awesome. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it was bad, dude. I mean, look, I I I, I can't say much because you know I'm I'm uh I'm drinking on a uh you know on a on a Thursday. Sure. Um, you know, but uh, it's uh, it's fun to drink on Thursday Thursdays. You know, yeah. it's, it's, at least it's not a Tuesday. Thursday's a new Friday, man. I agree. I agree. So, look, I wanted to have you guys on. I, I listened to your some of your episodes, your podcast. Um, you guys were cracking me up. Seems like you have a each each episode is very. There's a lot of variables to your episodes, so it's <laughs> yeah. like. I feel like you guys are just like me, where you like just fucking go off on tangents. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so. I thought it was good to get you guys on here, and uh, I always start these shows, especially because I you know, obviously I don't really know you guys that well, so um, I don't care who starts, but talk to me a little bit about uh, your backgrounds, uh, the OTP. Obviously, you don't have to get personal or whatever, but 
tell me a little bit about your history and then uh, what you what guys what what got you guys connected and and um, you know wanted to start the podcast. Who's got this? You want to take it? Sure. All right, I'll start. Uh, this is Theo here, and uh, basically, are do you, I mean, are you talking like the, the sort of like the red pill moment, Rob? And then just quick brief go through it, or whatever you want to fucking tell me, man. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, you, yeah, okay. Well, well uh, episode one, of course. I want to know who Theo is. All right, who the fuck is Theo? Well, I'm a guy in the who mid- is this guy? In, a guy in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> Eastern Iowa, where I belong. No, just I'm a I'm a family guy. We um we got connected through family essentially. Well, I mean, we went to, we went to school together. Yeah, we went to school together. I'm a little older than him. But yeah, then essentially cuz his wife's sister was my wife's best friend. So then, yeah, we used we drink a lot together. Yeah, we there would be family get-together parties and we, and then you and i would just be off next to the fire just drinking in our own yeah, worlds and people maybe. are like just leave them alone let them talk maybe, maybe there was some marijuana involved too maybe not sometimes but i i don't know i got contact high once <laughs> but uh so like back in 2007 i i started to really realize that something was wrong and it was particularly on the foreign policy front as far as america the united states is concerned right and uh i found this guy ron paul and loved him it's like, what's going on here? There's a Republican that's anti-war. Something's not right. And uh, <laughs> just kind of like fell in love with the guy. And then that got me. I've been going. It's been a, It's been a, since 2007. It's been one rabbit hole after the other. And um, so, I mean, really, we're, 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 I'm not more, much more complicated than that. But uh, what's interesting is that TP went away for four years to the Marine Corps and i guess to segue into his little intro he kind of snapped out of it while he was in the marine corps and came back and we we really started clicking then yeah yeah so i had joined the marines and woke up like right before i got out like probably six or seven months before i got out and like i mean it like turned my world upside down because uh my a couple of my buddies were talking about how 9-11 was an inside job and i'm like you guys are fucking stupid like we work for the government. There's no way they could pull something like that off. <laughs> way too complicated <laughs> for these dummies. But they're like, no, man, this and that. Look into it. And they're like, you're a demolitions expert. Like, go look into this. Watch Loose Change 9/11, and start there. And I was like, okay. So I st- I started off to be like, I'm gonna prove these guys and just you know make fun of them, show them how dumb they are. And then I found out how dumb I was, <laughs> and uh, I started going down these rabbit holes. And I was like, I was like, holy shit, man. I'm like, this is awesome. This makes me feel good. This is why I have brothers buried in Arlington Cemetery in their dress blues. Like, fucking great. So it, it made me, like, really angry, like, which I think happens to most people. You know, once you find out your your life's a lie, you know, and I was, like, I was on the position where I was, like, I just wrote a blank check and just did a combat deployment <laughs> uh, for a lie, you know? Jesus so, Christ, so, yeah, so then we started, we were talking a lot about all this stuff right yeah and the, and iraq e- e- was involved we had like a little email uh i mean just put a placeholder on that but then we had a, like a text thing going on and we're like oh, hey group chat, yeah. yeah we should we should start a podcast because we're already doing the work you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> um well at first actually years ago theo and i had talked about starting like doing like an am radio show but we're like, that's that's so much work, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, they would never let us on AM yeah, radio. And they anyway. would not that like would be go that ahead. would be hilarious. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> if they let us on the air like <laughs> that, freaking sweet. Yeah, I would love it. Talking about Operation Paperclip and just yeah, no. whatever we want. Uh, I mean, but that's why like we wanted to have like a talk show because there's just so much stuff out there. But we the main reason why we started it, we decided like let's. I mean. It'd be a place to start to point people in the right direction to go, hey, go do your own research. This is a stepping stone. Use our show as that. But here's information. And we try to keep you entertained, right, to stay along with the story of what we're talking about. But we also wanted to add value to people's lives. And so, like, we had we had one doctor on, uh, a chiropractor, a fourth-generation chiropractor. It was an awesome interview we had with him talking about frequency healing and uh, network spinal care um, and stuff like that. We've... 
we had Pat Militich on our show. We talked to him about organic supplements and stuff and like how, you know, they're po- they've been poisoning the food supply and the water hole for a long time. Yeah, uh, Robert, are you familiar with Pat Militich? It's it sounds familiar, but I, I I don't I don't know it by name. Yeah, he's his, like his last name sounds familiar. He's like the original. I, I can't remember if it's he, welterweight, but he, yeah, original welterweight UFC champion. Yeah, he and just he, got inducted to the UFC Hall of Fame okay. a few years ago. And uh, we okay. uh, yeah, I know I know who he is. I know exactly who it is. Okay. TP came into contact with him through work, but uh, he's from nearby. We'll yeah. just say that and. Uh, it's awesome inter- guys. Yeah, Super awesome, awesome guy. dude. And it's interesting. He he said he t- said on our show that he had years of respiratory damage from black mold mm-hmm. uh, inhalation and found out that he could essentially heal himself because a the medical industry wasn't going to do it and b just eating clean organic whole foods. Yeah, and he started taking organic supplements from like Brazil that his buddy was getting them, and all of a sudden he could breathe like normal and run and do all this stuff that he couldn't before. And keep his uh, his endurance up that he couldn't before because he uh, had this black mold poisoning damage. So that was pretty That's wild. Fucking wild. Yeah, yeah. Go back and listen. That was one. That was one of our first viewer. Was that in the thirties? I, I think that was like thirty-one. I think so. I yeah. So, Rob, how about yourself? Because we got the record button going on our end too. So why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, if you could, please. Please. Oh, okay. Yes, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I started out streaming. That's uh, kind of like my my end of this. And I was I was streaming games, and I was doing it on Twitch. And um, I got to a point where I was basically dancing for four bucks for like twelve year old kids telling <laughs> dumb shit. And uh, where you like? Look, this I was playing is, video games. And I was like, making I'm, like one hundred fifty bucks a month. Oh wow! Well. Yeah, so I like yeah. I couldn't complain, but it got to a point where I'm like, I can't say like, look, I say a, a lot of like, you know, I'm 36. Uh, fuck, I'm 37 now. God damn it, I forgot about that. Old, um, <laughs> you're old, but man. I'm in my mid 30s, so I like to throw away, uh, throw around the the R word a little bit, you know. And yeah. uh, I say that on my podcast, and I, I don't I don't mean it like people think of it now. It's just it's just a term that we use growing up, you know. Oh yeah, I, I know. Get the whole people get too easily I, I offended. Absolutely. Too offended. Too offended. That is fucking. Hey, here, come, 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 come get me. That's fucking retarded. But uh, so it got to a point where people kept telling me I have like a radio style voice or something like as I'm playing the game and they're like, you should like do radio or a podcast. And I was like, well, let me see. I could take everything that I use now for streaming and I could create a concept where I'm still drinking. And uh, originally, I was I was uh, interviewing uh, other streamers because a lot of times streamers have their handles, and then you never really know who they are. Yeah. But then I got to a point where I wanted to interview a broad scope of uh, topics that in you know interest me because like obviously I'm not going to talk to a streamer that's necessarily into conspiracies, right? So I'm like, fuck it, I'll just interview whoever as long as I find them interesting and. Uh, if you guys want a really interesting guy, um, what was what episode was? So a couple episodes ago, I interviewed a guy named Jim Morganti, and he's got this whole conspiracy theory about how uh, you know Jesus was actually like a lizard person, and it's all in the texts. And it, it was it was really really good. So if you guys are into conspiracies, you should check that episode out because it's fucking. Okay, that was he that was one of yours. Fucking yeah, all this shit in the Bible. He's like reading. He's like he's like if you translate it, but you, you know it's gotta it's gotta be really translated. And I'm like, bro, how much have you thought of this? And like <laughs> he was just killing it. But anyway, I got uh, I got to a point where I'm like, fuck it. So I stopped streaming. Um, started this uh, August of twenty one. August no, August of twenty two. I don't know. It's I hit a little over a year. And okay. um, yeah, it's, it's been going good, man. It's been fun, you know. Get to talk to unique people. I've interviewed people from Iowa to Florida to Japan to uh, Australia, Germany. I mean, you name it. I've uh, I've interviewed pretty much people all around the world. So it's, it's That's cool. Awesome, you get to dude. like, you know, get unique prospects and unique uh, ideals that I wouldn't otherwise have. Fucking being here in 
Philadelphia. Philly. Right. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's, I mean, yeah, we're, we're kind of on that same line, too. We're like, hey, we'll talk to anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're And we're kind of, we just approach it as like, our it's our podcast. We kind of do conspiracy stuff, updates on what's going on around the world as far as especially the war, the the death cult, the Washington death cult. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, we, we'll talk to anybody. We talked to, we interviewed one of my friends that's actually around your area. He's, uh, he's over in uh, Doylestown uh, and he's an anarcho-capitalist. That is literally, Doylestown is uh, 10 minutes from where I work. <laughs> mm, nice. I'm going to ask him if he knows yeah, I'm you. I'm like right up in there. I'm not, I'm not going to give away his identity. <laughs> It'd be a small world. It'd be a small <laughs> world if he did, though. You know I'm what, dude? Ironic. The older I get, the smaller my world gets. I'm telling you, I, you run into people and find out somebody's related to somebody or know somebody this way. Like, yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, well, it's kind of wild because like the um, where I work, uh, the area we are, it's uh, it's called. Well, we're right by Willow Grove. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Willow Grove, but there was an, there's an Air Force base there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where my building is and there's a bunch of other stuff there. It used to be uh, it, we actually you guys can Google this, but uh there's a, it's called the fuge. So it's a, it's the center fuse that astronauts would practice in for their zero G gravity and shit. Really? And uh, now it's like a wedding venue. Oh, wow. And, That's like, wild. You can actually like tour. Like I, I actually, we actually toured the fuse. Yeah. It's, it's pretty fucking wild. Uh, but our whole area is all crazy because the buildings are somewhat historic to a certain degree. Yeah, and like even the water from all the experiments and shit they did there was contaminated for like thirty years. Imagine like you that. couldn't drink water in that area. Huh? That's weird. Like Flint, kind of <laughs> so like in Flint, Michigan who today. Knows, <laughs> yeah, who fucking knows what type of experiments they were doing there? But, the Philadelphia uh, experiments. You, you got. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if it's anything like Kensington, you you, know. you heard that one, the Philadelphia um, experiment, so, right? No, no, I Oh, not. man. You haven't? Oh, dude. All right, go down a YouTube if, rabbit hole, buddy. If, if you are into conspiracies, you're going to like that one. It involves uh, essentially technology that either it was interdimensional technology or time or, traveling. Or time, yeah. Some type of uh, material manipulation technology. Yeah, like we shouldn't. You know what? We should, A, do our own episode on this. Yeah, we B, should. B, not ruin it for Rob, but it's wild, dude. Wild. It's pretty. It is pretty wild. I'm sure there are people listening out there right now. Oh that are, wait, go ahead. Was this the was this the one where the guy was like on a sh- they were on a ship or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah. Two brothers jumped off, and he like went to like the far. Yeah, he went to like the far future, and he saw like and he explained like where we were in like twenty twenty. It was like two, the year two thousand two hundred and thirty or something crazy like that. Yeah, something like that. I don't know the the exact dates. Yeah, we should do our own show on that. That'd be fun. But yeah, it's a, it's a crazy story. It's rap. Uh, I think the parts of the Montauk Project are involved with it, and it's uh even the X Files. If you're a fan of that show, they did like a a, a little take on yeah. where Mulder and Scully, Sc- Scully and Mulder, yeah, they yeah. went down that one. <laughs> it was pretty. How it, can you not like the X Files? You know, dude, right? I mean, the X Files are legit. I was a late bloomer on the X Files, but uh, it is mm-hmm. legit. If you don't like X Files, you can just get the hell out of my country, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you could go fuck yourself. Did you guys yeah. see that the fucking government, the the Senate today, approved thirteen billion dollars for the Hamas fucking shit for Israel? Mm, I knew they were talking about it, but yeah, I, as soon as they talked about it, it was going to get approved. So it doesn't surprise me. I heard something about that, um, and actually, it's interesting that you brought that up because I just. I literally was just looking at an Al Jazeera article right before this. You know, say what you want about Al Jazeera. Uh, I trust them every bit as much as I trust any media in our country. (laughs) So, but uh, (laughs) yeah, do you mind if I just like go? Actually, you go ahead. You're the one that brought it up. But yeah, it says 14 billion in funding here for Israel. And it actually says that there's a hurdle because there's a human rights group that's getting in their way. It's getting pretty fucking wild, man. Like, I, even today, like there was a news story of a business like locally in Bucks County, which is where Warminster and Doylestown is, that like someone had an, uh, a flag up in their like small businesses and two guys with masks, ski masks, rolled in and fucking ripped the flag down. <laughs> it's, it's like, was it a Palestinian on, man, flag or something? Warminster, Pennsylvania. 
I don't even, I don't remember what it, it was probably a flag that would either way offend 50% of the people. Sure. <laughs> I feel like it's a 50-50 thing, you know. Oh dude. Um, yeah, people are so divided on this. It's outrageous. Kind of. And kind of, kind of, right? So like the problem is and this is my problem and and this kind of goes back to your point is with the media, you don't know where your allegiance should lie because there's so many fucked up points of view that they they want to spread to the point where you're like, well, I don't know who's the good and bad guy. And I don't know enough about it for me to speak intelligently enough to be like, yeah, that's I mean, yeah, you know, obviously the media is going to paint one of them as the bad guy. But what about the other guy? What did they do to spark those things? Because I don't fucking know. Well, I know I know bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah. But not enough to, to be educated enough to be like, all right, yeah, those guys, those guys are the bad guys. I always like to start this conversation off with people in this manner. You know what Sun Tzu said, right? He said a lot of things. What are you talking about? The, about the first <laughs> casualty of war. Oh, uh, was that Sun Tzu? I thought it was Sun Tzu, but I don't. either way, the first casualty of war is always the truth. Yeah. So that's how you should always, whenever and when any country ever says they're at war, always think of that first. Because you know there's going to be propaganda from both sides. Look, dude, the the Myling massacre that Me, happened in V. Or yeah, the, the, the My Lai Me massacre. Lai. Why do I always do that? <laughs> the My Lai massacre. The Yingling <laughs> massacre. <laughs> yeah. The, the Ying Yang <laughs> massacre. Yeah. Um, ignorant Iowa boy. But that got pushed under the rug and didn't come out until what? 10, 15 years later. I can't remember. But yeah, yeah. they didn't want to talk about it. And yeah. And the American people, for sure, didn't want to hear that U.S. soldiers murdered, went through a village of women, children, and elderly people and annihilated them in some of the most horrifying ways you can think of. Literally murdered babies. And Rob, it, it yeah, didn't, th- did, that's why I didn't think they that have they, a guy that, that had like a photo album that he he found or he bought, and he was like he he didn't want to like turn it over to the to their government or something like that. I can't recall I anything about doing, that. I don't know. I, I'm not sure about that one. He had like photos for yeah he had, he had look at it he had like he had found a he had bought he I guess he was a collector and he bought a photo album that had pictures from that like horrific like they were taking yeah, pictures the, the pictures of some of this shit. the the pictures were from a, a combat camera soldier in Vietnam yeah. that had taken all those pictures and had them in that an was album there that in was Milan? Yeah, yes yeah that's where I think that photo and yeah, he was I know like I don't want to fucking do anything the, with these probably that, that photo of that that little girl naked running down the street while there's like shit burning in the back and dead bodies that was on the front time uh mag- mm-hmm. it was time magazine mm-hmm. front cover isn't that where that came from that album rob I, I think so but that that guy ended up he he uh he said he didn't know what to do with it and then he eventually turned it over to their government so they the government has it and they made him like they gave him some like expensive like shit and they like you know put him up like he was a hero and all this stuff because i guess they never saw and i'm doing air quotes here what really happened yeah right uh, but now i think that was more of like proof that yeah. it happened you know well then that the helicopter pilot's testimony came out after that yeah because i think it was the south or the vietnamese government was the one that released those photos of the press wasn't it man i'm gonna have to look I into think this so, yeah all right we have a we have a British fella that helps us out and post edit that when we say incorrect things he yeah. corrects us for Jeeves. us. Yeah, Jeeves. Jeeves. <laughs> he's awesome. He is. And he's he's a gentleman. Uh, so we'll have Jeeves <laughs> look into it for us. Or if E Rock's here, Jeeves, he's usually I pretty good. Love it. <laughs> yeah, just ask Jeeves, dude, he'll tell you. Ron Heberl was a combat photographer in Vietnam, attached to Charlie Company, first battalion, twentieth infantry regiment, United States Army. Heberl's photographs of the war crimes committed on March 16, 1968, in Mile, Vietnam, were published more than a year later after the army tried to cover it up. Seymour Hersh broke the story on November 12, 1969. You know what, what I think is really important, Rob, on the foreign policy front is, um, and nobody really... This isn't an American concept, I guess, right? It's like even if you flip any game on what of whatever sport, like people want to pick a side, right? I think that on foreign policy issues, I think it's incredibly important to remain neutral. And uh, I've said this on our show before, 
I hope your listeners appreciate it too, is uh, I want to say that in Thomas Jefferson's inaugural address in 1801, he said, peace, commerce, and honest friendship with all nations, entangling alliances with none should be our motto. And I, I just think that we shouldn't be involved militarily with anybody. It, it, but when it comes down to like even regimes as bad, bad and horrible to their people as North Korea, doing business with them isn't going to hurt the North Korean people. It's only going to help them. You know what I mean? The Korean War sure didn't. Yep. I mean, look, it's there's a lot of like I'm one of those people. I I, I don't want to call me a fence sitter, but I do like to to be educated enough. Like, I'm not one of these people, these these TikTok, Twitter, you know, uh, keyboard warriors where I'm just going to fucking say what the popular people say. Sure. <laughs> because that's that's what gets us into the this fucking shit we're in now. Right? Yes. People believe dumb shit. Right. Yes. Because they don't like do their own research. Right. So for me, it's I don't know enough to be to be able to be like, yeah, this is exactly what's going on. And this is this is the side you should be looking for or whatever. But. I think for me, it's like, even if I was educated enough, sometimes there's still not a good side to pick because they're both doing fucked up shit. Yeah, they're all even. So it's like, yeah, yeah, dude. No, no sides, yeah. no sides win in a war. We've talked about this on our show. Hamas is evil. The Israeli government is. Guess what? The U.S. government is. The Australian government is. All these well, governments, they have evil people running them. You know? They, yeah, I mean, they all have blood on their hands. Yeah. And like I said before, and they all have ulterior motives. Well, you yeah, bet. you know, so it's not like like, I mean, what the the, the war in Afghanistan wasn't wasn't because of the fucking terrorist attacks. Yeah, because no of the shit. Fucking oil. Uh, in Afghanistan, <laughs> like, no, Afghanistan was about the opium. Iraq was about the oil. Afghanistan was about the oh, opium. Iraq, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's just and heroin. That- Look at the increase. We talked about that in one of our very earliest shows about. The correlation between the U.S. government getting involved in Afghanistan and then the influx of heroin coming into the United States. Astronomical, dude. That and the prospect of lithium in Afghanistan as well. They say there's potentially trillions of dollars of lithium in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know guys that went out. Everything we use has fucking batteries in it. And they're trying to push this electronic vehicle battery or the electronic vehicles that take those lithium batteries, the giant ones. That catch on fire and you can't put it out until it's melted to the ground. <laughs> yeah. And they just did a study on that well, that it's equivalent to like seventeen dollars a gallon to run one of those things. Yeah. Some <laughs> Texas organization did. Insane. Yeah, if you take all the subsidies out of it, Rob, that's what it is. Because the government's paying for that shit, dude. The government is subsidizing it. So we're paying for that. So yeah. Essentially. Out of our income tax and shit. Yeah, and on top of that, you gotta remember too, for me. And, and maybe this is just the conspiracy theorist in me, but the more you get connected to the internet, the more you leave yourself open for the government to be like, yeah, you know what? We're shutting down all cars today. Because <laughs> they, they can. They could do that. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that with gas vehicles as electronic as they are, too, they can do it as well. It's been rumored that GM has had kill switches in their True. cars since the... Oh, since yeah. 08. Yeah. And... Let's see. I'm not mitigating what you're saying at all, or, or marginalizing it, rather. But you but don't yeah, think I mean, you don't think those things no, you're get right. hacked? I agree, 100. percent A pipeline on the East Coast got hacked as soon as Biden became a president. <laughs> you don't think your fucking electric car can get hacked into? An F-35 got hacked. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh my god, that's just fucking wild, dude. Hey, yo, I don't know if you guys saw this, but I was laughing. Someone on TikTok posted. <laughs> so I. And, you know, like I said, with politics, it's always rough because there's always a winner and a loser in whatever argument you're having, especially in today's day and age. So I, t- I tend to shy away from it if I can. But I will tell you this. So I, I for the life of, of me voting, have voted Democrat. OK. OK. Yeah. And I will tell you, I work at, I work in insurance. I work in insurance. And Trump did a lot of great things from the industry I'm in. And ever since Biden has took over. It's been nothing but more regulation to the point where it's fucking it's asinine and it's hurting so many just individual guys that are good people that do what they're supposed to. But it protects the large companies, You right? bet. which is against t- technically what he says he's for. Right. <laughs> and but anyway, I, I saw a uh, I saw a really funny TikTok 
of I guess some some kids dressed up. One of them dressed up as Biden, and everyone else was his handler. Oh and yeah, had, I saw that on Reddit. Falling yeah. up the steps. <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, then the se- the Secret Service dude. kids come over and help him up. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was fucking great. Like we all know that he's basically weekend at Bernie's. Like he's not actually. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. But- it's such an embarrassment, you know, especially w- coming from you know a hundred years ago. We had some, uh, well, I don't know about it. What are you getting at? I'm getting at it just, dude. (laughs) When you look at the scope of things and world leaders as as they are nowadays, it looks pretty weak on the world stage. Oh, you mean like guys like Teddy Roosevelt that shot grizzly bears and shit? Yeah. (laughs) I mean. Biden can't even ride a mountain bike. (laughs) No. And he, Pete Buttigieg he wasn't, riding, only, he wasn't even riding it when it fell over. He was standing still. And Pete Buttigieg <laughs> can only ride a mountain bike like two blocks. So <laughs> before what he gets that anal seepage? <laughs> no. Oh no! Oh I got my it. goodness, dude! You just got us banned in another country. What? Why? That's the name of my buddy's band, Anal Seepage. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's dude. Look, it really is embarrassing, and I, I'll say. I would be. Sh- I, I wouldn't be shocked if I if I voted Republican this year, just just based on all the fucked up shit that we've had to deal with. And look, I mean, I've I voted for him, and you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And and honestly, when it comes to I think voting for presidents, it's like you're voting for the better evil. It's like like voting between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton was like voting, you know, Darth Vader or you know Emperor Palpatine. It's like. You didn't really know what you were going to fucking get between either of them, you know? So it was literally if you vote independent. You're basically throwing your vote in the trash. Dude, that election, the 2016 election was the South Park episode where the the 16 was, or the 20 election, the 26 or yeah, the 2020. I'm sorry. Yeah. Where it was uh, time's flying when you get old. Yeah, I know. Right. Literally the South Park yeah. episode where it was a vote between a giant turd sandwich or a giant douchebag. So <laughs> so on. um. Rob, have you ever heard of our friends at uh, 643 Conspiracy Podcast? And, uh, no. Okay, so check out Hank at 643 Conspiracy Podcast and Chef Kyle. If at- you like baseball, you're from Philly, so I'm sure you are a baseball fan, right? Kind of. So my, my first sport is football, second is basketball, third is baseball, but... You know, it's 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 hard not to love the Phillies because they're, they're kind of embodied. Well, he has an interesting platform to a, to a degree. because he does conspiracies and sports, particularly yeah, baseball, but yeah, conspiracies a, and sports. It's a niche. So, yeah, nobody nobody else really does that. And then our friend Chef Kyle from that's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking him up right now. Uh, then our friend Chef Kyle from Sunday Night Secret Society. He's a total badass as well. I was talking to them about this analogy of uh, it's like. I'm almost blackpilled to the point where I think that voting is a waste of time because it's like ordering a sandwich and you're choosing your bread, right? And you've got on one side, I brought this up on a recording that we did. I did with those guys. And it's like on one side, you have this awesome ciabatta, right? It's got like coarse crust on the outside and it's nice and airy on the inside. It's just a delicious looking piece of bread. And then on the other side, you have like a, a brioche. All right, it's nice and sweet, it's airy, but you know what? You don't want to take a bite of either of those pieces of bread if they slap a big old piece of shit on either of them, man. So that's still just a shit sandwich. So Republican shit or Democrat shit, that's kind of where I'm at, And um, which kind of brings me to my next point. I think that you said you're mid-30s, we're mid to late 30s as well. For our entire lives, the presidents of the United States have only been faces. They are only what we see and the real people pulling the strings, they are they're not on fucking TV, bro. No. They are they're not getting anywhere near those cameras and no. they don't want to be. And I honestly think even like Soros and Klaus Schwab and all them, those are still just puppets for those same individuals. You bet. That we don't even know their yeah. name. Otherwise they're, we wouldn't know their name. These are individuals that their kids and themselves, they don't even have birth certificates or fucking social security numbers. They don't need them. Right? Hell no. This is old money. What's, what what's the um what's what's the conspiracy right now? It's it's uh well it's I mean it's it's hundred percent true, but it's BlackRock and what's the other company that basically owns every other fucking company? Philadelphia, buddy. Vanguard. Yeah. 
Black Rock and Vanguard. Damn. Well, in okay. fact, uh, there's another one, and they all all three of them work in tandem. So if you if you look at Vanguard State Street uh, Capital Group, I believe is their name, and Black Rock, they own everything, dude. Right. Like if you look at air quotes competing Fortune 100, Fortune 500, Fortune 1000 companies that allegedly compete with each other, they got the same owners, man. State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard are on all of them. Yeah. They own everything here and across the ponds, too. Yeah. So it's interesting that you say that because let's just say a a local company he, around here, a large one, all right, they have competitors and, quote, you know, quote, unquote, competitors. And they are, like, if you look at the same, if you look at the top 10 shareholders of the company, they're damn near identical. There might be like one or two at most different. And then if you go to competitors in the same industry and you look at their shareholders, they have, of course, respective shareholders respective to their countries, but you'll still find those three. You'll still find those three on their top 10 shareholders. And I want to say that like 30% of financial assets in the world are owned by those three. That's fucking insane. That's like, real power. Like it's it's hard to fathom. Right. Yeah, it's hard to fathom. Yeah. Just how much, you know. And think about all the media companies that they all own. Yes. For, for them to spin whatever they want to spin, they whatever they want funded, they can easily do that. Honestly, if you were looking for like real life villains in a in like a show, it would be the people sitting on their boards, basically. You bet. Yeah. Well, and it's just like in you remember that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, uh, Running Man. Oh yeah, yeah. When he's like, oh, yeah. when he's talking about the guy that that runs the show, he's like, "But hey, will you will you just let me explain? This is television. That's all it is. Uh, it's nothing to do with people. It's to do with the ratings. For fifty years, we've told them what to eat, what to drink, what to wear. For Christ's sake, Ben, don't you understand? Americans love television." They wean their kids on it. Listen, they love game shows. They love wrestling. They love sports and violence. So what do we do? We give them what they want. Is that the disclosure, man? <laughs> They're telling us. Well, it, it's, I mean, it's like every, I feel like it's every year it's, it's something different. And it's based on whatever interests they want on their end, right? So it's like. You know, and, and this is one thing, and I, I, you know, I don't know what you guys' thoughts on this, if you guys did it or not. So, I got the initial set of COVID vaccines, and I didn't want to. I actually waited probably seven or eight months, but yeah, I wanted heard, to. We travel. heard a lot of those companies in Philly were hard on you guys for making sure you got your jab. It, it was it was something I did not want to do, and I'm on record for saying I did. Me and the wifey did not want to do it, but. We wanted to go to Punta Cana because that was that's our like yearly trip every year. Yeah. Oh, so you kind of wanted so to come many, back home? <laughs> you were stranded. They had, dude, they had so many restrictions on international travel that it made it to the point where we we kind of had to. Yeah. So we made the executive decision to do it. I I I, I didn't want to do it. I have not gotten a, any sort of fucking updated vaccine or anything. But I'll tell you this, and I don't know if you guys have gotten yours or whatever, but I've had. I, I, I'm pretty sure I have mito whatever fucking cardia for the heart. Carditis? Myocarditis? Heart palpitations. <sighs> yeah, I've never had heart palpitations in my life. And I swear to fucking God, ever since I got that vaccine, for the past two years, I've had nothing but. And most of the time, and I, this is, all right, I'm going to go down the rabbit hole here. But when I go to my doctor, I'm like, look, I'm having fucking heart palpitations. And they check my heart. They do an EKG. They're like, there's nothing wrong with your heart. And I'm like, I'm fucking telling you, I have heart palpitations. And I don't, I, and, and I even have people in my office, same thing. They got the initial jab. They got the second medicine. And they've gone to the hospital because they thought they were having a fucking heart attack. And the hospital's like, nah, you're fine. And it's like, no, no, we're no, not. We're not. Dude. Okay. <laughs> you know? That's fucking scary shit, dude. Well, did you see that the CDC I, has I, updated? I'm telling the... you like I feel it, bro. <laughs> no, no. Listen to Theo. We just found this. And we were literally just talking about this earlier today. Yeah. Have, did you see that the CDC updated warnings for the mRNA vaccine? Very quietly. No. Okay. It's on their so, website. Right? Yeah, I have it pulled up right here. In fact, we were thinking about bringing this up with you just for a little bit of direction. You know what I mean? But the conversation's going great. 
Do you mind if I go through this? <laughs> I, I'd love for you to, so I can feel like an, I'm going to need to probably make another drink at some point. But well, <laughs> since since you disclosed to us your status, I'll disclose mine as no. I took none of them. That's just that was a personal choice for mine. And once again, I I don't trust those people. And yeah, it, I mean, it came out of absolute skepticism that you know informed well, you my choice. You made the right decision, brother. Well, I appreciate that. My, um, my health history is none of your damn business. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, so no offense. You know, I I say that in the most caring and nurturing manner possible. So we have anaphylaxis. It's one of them. They say that this is five cases per one million doses administered. Um, it's a severe type of allergic reaction. Obviously, this is straight from CDC.gov. All right. This says about reports of death after COVID-19 vaccination, and then it kind of just waters it down. You know, multiple factors contribute. They were alive before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome. Uh, It's a rare, to quote the website, GBS is a rare disorder in which the body's immune system damages nerve cells, causing muscle weakness and sometimes paralysis. It's largely been observed among people ages 50 years and older. And on all of these, they are talking about how how rare it is, okay? But they're not offering any data, which is really interesting. So the next one is myocarditis <laughs> and pericarditis. Uh, so inflammation of the heart muscle and then is myocarditis and then pericarditis is inflammation of the outer lining. Now, what's interesting is that the media was reporting some mild cases of myocarditis once they really started to come out. Yeah. But there's no such thing as a mild case of myocarditis. Right. Yeah. That's kind of a serious issue. Yeah. It's, it's issue. pretty damn serious. That's like saying they have a mild gunshot wound <laughs> to, to, their, to their lung. To the femoral artery. <laughs> yeah. To their <laughs> lung or the femoral artery. Yeah. It's a minor arterial bleed. Uh, the next one is thrombosis with thrombocytopenia syndrome. Thrombosis is rare but serious. Oh, blood clots. It's blood clots, pretty much. And that's what they've updated to. So, yeah, I mean, not to freak you out, dude, but... Yeah, but, hey, you should really listen to that Pat Militich episode. But the, the tinfoil hats, uh, you know, they... They aren't crazy in a lot of cases. Well, and I, I'm going to be 100% honest, no, I mean, too. look, when you only work on a vaccine for six fucking months when it should take five to ten years well they were working on i was skeptical they were working on on i guess what i mean here is the mrna is a technology platform and that yeah that was the guy that got joe rogan in trouble dr robert maloney i guess he was part of the team that that yeah developed the mrna technology yeah and remember all he said on that show was that children Healthy children shouldn't get it. So, and he was the devil. So they had actually been working on that for a half decade or a decade, maybe even longer than that before. But I don't know, man. I just found it weird that all of a sudden, you know, where it's two weeks to stop the spread. I knew it would be longer than that. Yeah. And then, um, social distance, bitch. And then, <laughs> and then a rush to get a vaccine out. And we weren't seeing well, the, and the they piles fa- of the bodies. FDA also, the FDA fast-tracked it as well, remember? Because a bunch of people were like, well, the, the FDA didn't approve it. So the FDA is like, well, we, we got you. We, we'll, we'll approve it for you. Yeah, the, well, the emergency use authorization by yeah. Congress, I believe. So that's the other thing. That. And people, that's what got around the FDA thing. Well, and a lot of people don't want to talk about this. The elephant in the room when it comes to this upcoming election is, hey, guess what? What was that operation Trump called it? Warp speed. speed. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I believe so, yeah. He's part of the game, too, man. Oh, you bet. <laughs> and and the fact that he also recognizes Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and moved the U.S. embassy over there. Yeah, do you want to talk about inciting uh, Muslims? Yeah, pissing off the uh, entire Muslim world. But whatever. Uh, but getting back to what the CDC stuff, yeah. So I will be 100% honest. You know, my, uh, my little sister, she got injected and was dead two days later dude she got she had to get it for a new job she had had adverse reactions to like the flu vaccine and other vaccines in the past and stuff she was religious exempt for a while then she got a new job apparently 
I don't know what happened, but she bit the bullet and went for it. And yeah, and then her That's fucked, dude. My eleven year old nephew found her laying on the floor in the room, you know. So it's like I'm sorry, man. Oh, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it was rough. That was that was a hard one. And it was just like, what the fuck, dude? And it really makes you think. And and then on her death certificate, which it took the cor- it, it took the medical examiner a lot longer than it should have, like two weeks, two and a half weeks, I think, or whatever, to do the medical exam. And then all they came back with was probable cardiac arrest. Oh. And then if we wanted to get our own autopsy done, we would have had to pay for it out of pocket, send her to a place an hour away that had a four-week waiting list because that's the only place in the state of Iowa that does autopsies that they, yeah. they have all they do all the criminal ones, the homicides and all mm-hmm. that other stuff and everything. So they, they're, they, so you just have to get in line. And it was like, do we really want to put everybody through that? Right before we could like wait, have to wait eight weeks before we bury her, and then right all the stuff when we know Dude, that is so that is so fucked. Well, in like, the end of it, we know they would the never tell people. us the truth. Yeah. Oh no. And think about all the healthy people that are just straight up fucking either dropping dead. Like you have. Look at all these. Like look at LeBron's kid. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking 18, 19 year old kid. Supposed in to be a stud. Physical shape. Having a cardiac arrest. That what, Look, I'm 37. You guys are in your mid-30s or whatever. When's the last time you heard an 18-year-old basketball phenom having a heart condition? When Never. it's yeah. Almost unheard of, yeah. right? Yeah, dude. It was always ankle injuries when we were in school. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There were, yeah. or, they, or they fell and you they dislocated wrist, their elbow. Knee, you tore yeah. a knee. Yep. Or tore a knee. Yeah. <laughs> ACL injury in football. Some kid dropped out of two-a-days because it was 110 degrees out. Yeah, he had heat stroke. Right. Nothing ever related yeah. to heart stuff unless it was an individual that they found out he had a serious heart condition. But we didn't we never had anybody in our school that or, that I can recall. No. Of course, I yeah, memory. Exactly. So that, like I'm, I'm 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 a firm, firm believer. And I will say this till the day I die, that it was a mistake to get it. And, you know, I didn't want to do it. And I put out the longest pot and like everyone around me got it instantly. I waited, and, and look, my mom got COVID. She fucking almost died. She was in the hospital for a couple days. I actually didn't get COVID until a month after I got the vaccine, by the way, just, just, so, just so we're clear. <laughs> I was out and about fucking grocery shopping. You know, I had a little Purell when I, when I could find it. Other than that, I was fine. I got COVID a month after I got the fucking vaccine. And you know what? I was pretty fucking, like, it put me down. Like, I you know, I was down for like, 36 hours but then i was fucking fine because i have a, an immune system like a normal person well you know and, yeah that, uh, the, the weird thing with that too yeah is that uh it's so strange that you didn't get until after you got uh vaccinated i i was working for a company and i was in the service department at that time and so when they had all these shutdowns all over the country where like these factory workers couldn't work and stuff all these uh gms were like that's great. All these systems we've been band-aiding, our maintenance guys have been band-aiding together for the last two or three years. We can just call the service department and they'll come in and freaking fix it for us. So I was traveling everywhere. Hot spots. I had to sign all the paperwork and all this shit. Wear a mask. It was stupid. Double mask in one place. Didn't get COVID until I Jesus came home. Christ. I came home and had a garage sale and then my wife got COVID and then I got it from her. But to me, it, it affected us both differently though. Like, I was also like, oh, I've been traveling on. I have a bunch of housework to get done. So I was outside in the sun a bunch. Like it was in July or whatever, dude. And I was getting a bunch of stuff done. My wife, though, she ended up, she had shortness of breath. She lost some of her smell, all the stuff. I just had basically really bad headaches. And every once in a while when I was outside doing some work, I'd all of a sudden get super winded. I'm like, woo, I got to sit down for a second. And then... Then I was fine. So it, it's wild. It's that's another thing that was so crazy about this disease or sickness, virus, whatever you want to call it, is it affected people in so many different ways. Yeah, absolutely. And man-made and, virus, if I if I must say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, what he can't it came from a bat in a wet market. Come on, man. So people and people <laughs> fail to realize as well is that folks that work in the medical profession, you know, they're they're people too. Mm-hmm. And and they have their own biases and, and you name it. So this is like pre-COVID. I started feeling really sick at one point in time. And uh, so I went to the ER because I had a hellacious fever. And 
they said that we were actually at a soccer tournament for one of my kids and it was just really, really hot that whole weekend. So they said that I was showing symptoms of heat stroke and all this whatnot, you know, and they gave me an IV, which dude, an IV of fluids. I'll tell you what, we were talking about heroin earlier. An IV habit of fluids, I might develop that habit because it makes you feel really, really good afterwards. But <laughs> but beyond that, I probably wouldn't go any further. But uh, so I wake up the next morning and my wife is like, all right, that wasn't it because you still have a fever. So I go to one of our express care clinics in the local area and it was a nurse practitioner that was seeing me and she was like, well, I've got it narrowed down to three things, uh, strep throat pneumonia and i can't remember what the other one was right but i was like all right i'm telling you right now i had strep throat so many times when i was a kid that it's not strep throat because i don't feel like it's i'm swallowing razor blades you know what i mean oh yeah and uh so i was like i know it's not that and then we got on to the pneumonia thing and i said okay so why don't you think it's pneumonia she's like well i listened to you with my stethoscope and i did not hear anything and i said okay well, is there like a more scientific way that you have at your disposal to sort of rule this one out? And she's like, well, we could get you x-rayed, but I know it's not pneumonia. And I said, do you have the x-ray machine here right now? She's like, yeah, we have an x-ray machine. All right. Well, I have really good insurance. So, you know, why don't, why don't you just x-ray me and we can rule this out? You know, I appreciate you thinking about how much this might cost me, but I, I, I want to get this ruled out. So lo and behold... She x-rays me after I messed around for a freaking hour and a half in this place. And, well, well, yeah, there's a spot on your lungs. I, I didn't think it was pneumonia. And I'm just like, isn't making you an, is, aren't you an expert? I didn't say this to her, right? I so, didn't even go to school for this lady. But aren't we experts because we take our opinion out of the matter? It's not because we're so badass and our opinion is great that we're experts. It's because we don't trust our opinion. And we rule it out by other means. So I don't trust I, the healthcare industry. You know what? Industry. Here's my. Here, I was gonna say here's my. And I work like I work in insurance and I deal with Medicare a lot. So here's my thing. I think that with doctors, their first approach is very similar to a psychiatrist, not a psychologist. It's I'm just gonna throw a medication at you. Yes. And yep. see if it sticks. You bet. And if it doesn't. We're either going to add another one on top of what you're taking, or we're going to try something totally different that is going to either be more expensive or more fucked up for you. Yeah, right? not to mention and, all the shit they uh, have to prescribe to counteract the side effects of half the shit they yep, prescribe. Yep. I was just. Yeah, I mean, look, dude, I I work with seniors, and I can tell you the top three medications I see twenty four seven, and most of it's always blood pressure medication, always. Everyone's Weird. on a fucking blood pressure med. You know, every single fucking person is on Atervistat. You can look it up. Every person I deal with that if and they're like, oh yeah, I'm only on one drug, and I can nine out of ten tell you exactly what that drug is gonna be. And it's kind of wild, but here's my thing. I think that doctors one are very similar to politics in that they're bought out by the Medicare industry or the, I'm sorry, the healthcare industry, right? You bet. These, these pharmaceuticals. Uh, fucking pharmaceutical. Yep. Right. And it's just like what happened with fucking Oxycontin. I've watched all those fucking documentaries. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> They're fucking wild. It's, it's sickening. Wild dude. to think what they did. And it started, I think the opioid epidemic is really what like, you know, between with Oxycontin's, is really what fi propelled us into the fucking heroin epidemic that we got into. Yeah, I mean, how convenient that it was that, cheaper. Yeah, the 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 prescription drugs epidemic happened right before it, the yeah, opium, yeah. and then we went to Afghanistan. <laughs> Whoa, right <laughs> connection, just weird. We're coming back. You see that? We're coming back around. We're coming back around. They learned but, this shit in uh, Vietnam, bro. It, yeah, I mean, dude, it's 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 insane to think that like. We're supposed to be this advanced civilization, and we're, like, to a certain degree behind where we were 50 years ago, because at least 50 years ago, and, I, you know, I actually went down the rabbit hole with medication, so, like, I forget exactly what happened, but back in the day, I think it was Rockefeller was tired of just owning, you know, fucking oil and shit, so he decided, hey, I'm going to get into pharmaceuticals, so he took an old World War II fucking warehouse that made chemicals 
and he he decided he was going to fucking make pharmaceuticals out of it. Then he was going to peddle the pharmaceuticals to the doctors. But what he ended up doing was is he started his own fucking university and changed all of the like medicinal things we used to do that were just natural remedies. Yep. And yep. He told all the doctors to start <laughs> fucking pushing this. And that he started where we're fucking are today. It's the, only got worse. The petrol-based pharmaceuticals. Oh, yeah. yeah, keep that in mind. Because he was in yes. oil. Yeah, yes, yes, that's what it was. So, so all these not ph- that, pharmaceuticals come from. They're a byproducts of oil. They're not that petrol. unconnected, right? But then you said an old chem, uh, World War II chemical factory, Rob. <laughs> right. Yes. Well, are you familiar with Operation Paperclip? Yeah, that's where we brought over all the the scientists, the Nazis. That were Nazis right? How many yep. chemists do you think came over, yeah. bro? Yes, these chemists was were it, was in it charge. Forty-two. Oh no, oh, no, 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 it was it was thousands, lot, th- yeah. thousands. Man. And these chemists were working for like Jesus IG Farben, Christ. where they were making yeah. the uh, the what, what was that? Zyklon B. Zyklon B. Uh, IG Farben owned the patent to Zyklon B. They were one of the five largest corporations in the world at the time, and they were able to expedite their research because they had a research facility where they could circumvent using humanized mice. Called the facility was called IG Auschwitz. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Check out oh, yeah, I- Iowa Talk L- Guys episodes thirty-seven and thirty-eight. Yeah, folks. listen to our Operation Paperclip, <laughs> dude. We go down the rabbit hole on that. No, uh, it's sickening. And then when you get into our MK Ultra, those some of that stuff comes back around. Some of these names come back. The up. names come back around in MK Ultra. Yeah, Chuck Luck, <laughs> Charles Chuck Luck, old Chuck Luck. But yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. And I wouldn't be the least bit surprised because a lot of these uh, chemists went to go work for the Department of Energy for the United States government. That's weird. And uh, Monsanto. And what happened with Monsanto? Oh, yeah. The descendants of World War II, their kids went and got poisoned by <laughs> Agent by, Orange. By Agent Orange <laughs> Monsanto development in Vietnam. If, if you are a Vietnam veteran and you go to the VA claiming what's the uh, prostate cancer mm-hmm. boom automatic agent orange exposure yep you are covered wow. which i get they should Dude. hey <laughs> thanks yeah. for fucking so me up do you guys still do you guys still think that uh the nazis uh, escaped to what was it argentina oh well, some yeah of them. absolutely of yeah. course they did that's an incontrovertible man there are entire yeah, that, villages in in argentina and <laughs> southern chile where german they, architecture yeah <laughs> german complete german architecture and lots the, of twins around there too Ger- german festivals and literal Blonde hair blue eyes yeah literal yeah. people you can get on you can watch joe rogan episodes where they're looking for some of these guys and uh and you'll go you'll meet some of these descendants of germans that well, made it down there and they're like oh yes this is a picture of grandpa and he's in his fucking ss Grandpa-pa. uniform yeah. he's literally in his ss uniform <laughs> yeah dude i think even that history channel show hunting hitler they went down there to that town soft disclosure dude mm. there that was just them telling us that's where some of everything. them went not everything. Uh, a, a lot of the other ones, they moved to America and got jobs with the United States government. Yeah. Or Russia. And NASA. And yes. Yeah. yeah. Werner yeah. von Braun. Yep. Werner von Braun. Fucking von Braun. They were the good Nazis. Yeah. Listen to our Operation Paperclip and you'll find out what these... Because that's what the American public was propagandized to them, that these was a good Nazis. This was a good Nazis. We they was just doing the jobs. We did not want to do it. Yeah. We were made to. Doing what they were told to do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was just doing my job. I have a family. <laughs> and, uh, Jesus but Christ. no. You guys, I will say this. You guys play really well off of each other. And <laughs> I can tell uh, that you've been doing this long enough that uh, you guys uh, like just the couple episodes i listened to were great so uh, oh thanks man we look, really we're hitting appreciate the hour it. mark so, we can keep so going I, if I you want to keep going man um, you drinking scotch or what are you drinking tonight uh i was drinking an old fat well technically it's three old fashions but i was <laughs> drinking a old fashioned if anyone asks um uh, and uh but look if you guys ever i'm not an expert but if you ever need a guest on your show i'd be happy to sit for an hour and a half talking about this shit because I'm fascinated by it. What was the other one? You know what one of my favorite one is? This is where we'll end it. Is the, uh, was it the Das Glock? Where they say the Nazis built a fucking time machine. Yeah, that, uh, allegedly, right? went in it and they've never been able to find it because 
the Nazi bell. Is that's that- one of my all. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, it was. I think it was Das Glock or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. There's interesting stuff, man. Oh, surrounding that entire thing. And I mean, who knows? Maybe it's on the uh, Nazi base in Antarctica. <laughs> right (laughs) you went there (laughs) supposedly they went down there they have a huge base down there a lot of american ships went down to antarctica and it's the only treaty between countries that's ever withstood it where every country in the world first world really agrees not to go past what is that the 33rd parallel yeah i don't know yeah i don't know there's some weird shit about antarctica man but yeah no, dude, we would love to have you back Look, on our show, man. I could talk man. for days about this shit with you guys, man. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to hop on. Um, you just let me know. We'll, we'll, we'll set something up. And uh, well, before we end, can you um, let all of my viewers know where they could find your shit, if, if you got anything coming up that you, uh, you'd want to point them to? Okay. Well, for starters, you can find us on Instagram at IowaTalkGuys underscore podcast. You can find us on Instagram. X, I call it Twitter, at Iowa Talk Guys. And we have a website, iowatalkguys.com. You can go there and contact us. You can listen to our shows on the website. It's nothing fancy yet. We're, we're working on it. As far as interesting stuff coming up, we do have an, another episode with, uh, it was a collaboration with 643 Conspiracy, Hank from there, and uh, Chef Kyle from um, Saturday, Saturday Sunday Night. night. Sunday Night's yeah, uh, Sunday Secret night Society. Secret Society. Actually, yeah, that'll that'll be coming up. Yeah, we're doing a and it's a wild, Disney dude. special. It's wild, man. Uh, we did uh, clones and Chimera on that one. No, that one's gonna air by the time this one goes on. Or are, is this live right now? No, he's gonna release this on his brother. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, this will be live next Thursday. Okay. No, oh, by the time they listen to this show, then clones and Chimera should be out. But All right. We plan on doing another one with those guys in the near future about Disney. If you know anything about Disney, going back to Werner Von Braun, he went and worked with Walt Disney. And uh, Walt Disney was actually a, a very stout American National Socialist yes. Party member. <laughs> did you know anything about that, Rob? I, I did. I did okay. know some stuff, but only, only, like, only a little bit. All right. Well, we plan on doing a deep dive. It's going to be a three part series at least and we're doing it's going to be a collab with 643 and sunday, sunday night, night secret yeah. society so that's coming up in the near future but thanks for having us rob yeah we really appreciate it man this is awesome it was a good time we would love to have you on our show and do this again or have us on if you want us on your show dude just hit us up um that I'm, that was tp inviting us yes mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah dude i'm down it was it was a lot of fun i could probably talk for hours about this shit so uh, I can only imagine like what type of hard stops you guys have for yourselves because I feel like I could go easily three hours. Well, and then my, my fiance would murder me in my sleep. So <laughs> Oh, no. She'll get over it, bro. Um, we also we try to weed through the bullshit, dude. Like that's And we're not always right, you know, we, but we, we do our very best. Don't, so, don't listen to us. Do the research for yourself. Yeah, that's the main thing that we always say, and that's even in our description on our show, is uh, just like the mainstream media, don't uh, believe a word we say. Go do your own research. Well, I appreciate what you guys are doing, and uh, look, thanks for hopping on, and uh, you guys have a great night, man. I know what you're doing out there in Iowa, but uh, make sure you have a, an extra drink after we get off. All right, man. Yeah, Hey, you too. You have a awesome weekend that's coming up yeah will do likewise rob thank you we really appreciate it bro awesome boys you have a great night man thank you well we certainly hope that you guys enjoyed that one as much as we did we sure did yeah it was awesome yeah it's a good time definitely go listen to his podcast Mm -hmm. check him out on social medias and make sure you like follow subscribe share. share word of mouth word of mouth please yeah and uh yeah that's the best way to do it just spread it like a big old smile wildfire deadly disease oh and by the way this week is uh it's thanksgiving <laughs> coming up so so you need to uh look up a trash can turkey look it up yeah before look, thanksgiving look it up online trash and, can but, turkey you know what? enjoy your time with your friends and your family don't forget to be thankful for the things that you got. That's right. Because not everybody has them.
So stay tuned for our next show where we hang out with some other friends of ours, some new friends we made. Yeah. Can't wait to uh, introduce you to those guys. Yeah. They already dropped it on their channel. If you haven't figured it out by now, you'll find out next week. Until then. Iowa Talk, guys. Out. Hi. Good night, everybody. Thank you very much. Very nice. Appreciate it.